Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. Here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way, shape, or form during their lifetime. I'm your host, Anthony J. Community. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. And you know what we do here on Sundays? It is time for Coffee Talk. That is just a talk between two good two good friends, whether that be a fitness, nutrition, or mindset-related friend that I've had on the podcast in the past and or just someone that I just want to bring on for uh, to drink a bunch of coffee, get over-caffeinated, and just shoot the shit, you know, and that's just what we do here on this podcast. So if it is your first time here, this is everything, we do this every single Sunday, and then this is your one-stop shop for fitness, nutrition, and mindset training. So you guys, welcome if it's your first time. If it is your first time, hit that subscribe button. Do me a huge favor and hit that subscribe button because that helps us grow through the ranks. And community, if you haven't hit the subscribe button yet, then you're probably missing out on episodes because I release three episodes a week Two are with me and some guests, and the one on Friday is the big launch day. That's when we really focus all our attention on, a lot of content on. And I usually try to bring on a huge guest for like an hour talk. So you guys, three podcasts. If you miss out on that stuff, it's because you haven't hit that subscribe button. Gosh, hit that subscribe button. It takes you a second. Not to mention, head on over to YouTube as well and hit that subscribe button there. All of these podcasts are being put over there through the Zoom calls. I just toss them all over there so you guys can actually put faces with the names now. So... My guest for this for this coffee talk this this beautiful wonderful Sunday is Brian McCormick. Now I've had Brian McCormick on another episode, and I will link his information in the show notes. If you want to work with Brian as a coach, or you just want to shoot him a DM, have a couple uh, help helpful questions that you need answered, he is always about that. He's sharing so much, so much stuff. And actually, we talk about he just opened up a very uh, for his very first time, a private Facebook community group. And we talk about how you can get on that. That'll also be linked in the show notes as well. You guys hop on that. He's doing like uh, one time a week workouts, live workouts. He's answering everyone's questions. He's putting up tons of nutrition, fitness, and wellness tips on there. I like this dude, man. I really do. I really like Brian. Brian's a great guy. Ever since we uh, hooked up on Instagram, that's all we've been doing is just shooting shit back and forth. And now our friendship is growing to the point where we're talking shit about the what flavor ice cream is better. You know, that's kind of where we've gotten in our relationship. It's really awesome. I can't wait to visit him and his wife out in um I think Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I think that's I think that's where he's from. Jersey. He's from he's a Jersey boy or something like that. Anywho, can't wait to go visit him. But guys, this is a really cool addition to the three podcasts I put out in a week because through Coffee Talk, what we always do is put a question box on our Instagram. So if you guys have any specific questions, it doesn't really matter what they are. Even the last episode I had with my good friend Justin, who's a good friend and a nutrition coach as well, one of his um, one of his clients asked us, "Who is your favorite superhero?" You know, so no question is off the table. We love to answer any and all questions, especially if it's fun like that. We don't really care if it's whimsical or if it's really deep and like, what do I need to do to help restore my hormones, which I do think are out of control. But we can go A, we can go Z, we can go Alpha, we can go Omega, we can go as deep as the hole we want it to, or just keep it super light and fun. So guys, we answer a bunch of questions, and those question boxes are put up at least 24 to 36 hours before these episodes air on Sunday. So you guys, head on over there. Um, follow me at Instagram on Instagram. It's EverydayAnthonyJ. Go follow Brian McCormick. I think it's Brian McCormick Fit or Brian McCormick Fitness. I'll have that link down below as well. And um, just look for those boxes. You know, look for those boxes per week. Every guest I have on, there's always going to be a box there. And then you guys can go ahead and ask us any question that you do want. So without further ado, guys, we dive into all those questions. We dive into a whole bunch of other fun stuff too. I think we talk about cats sometime in here. But <laughs> without further ado, guys, this is my guy, my good friend and nutrition coach, Brian McCormick. Mr. McCormick, welcome to Coffee Talk, my guy. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing well, man. How's the, uh, we were just talking about the weather, man. Tell the people what the weather is in PA right now, man. So today it's going to be 69, 70 degrees. The past two days, it's been around 90 degrees. So Jeez. very inconsistent. <laughs> <laughs> we go from like 40 degrees to 80 degrees and it's like windy, cold, rainy. And then it's like, oh my God, the sun's out. Everyone's outside cooking. And it's like, that's awesome. I think it's like one of those things like you don't know what's going to happen. So when it does come, you're just 100 on everything. You're just, the brats are cooking. You're playing beanbags, yep. drinking beers with some friends. And then the next day, it's basically snowing. You're like, fuck it, you know? <laughs> you got to day drink while you can, you know? Yeah. <laughs> totally true. <laughs> Quick, kick those beers on ice. Let's do this. We only have a day. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, uh, you drinking coffee all right now? Um, I wasn't going to be drinking coffee during the episode, but I actually just chugged it, which I normally do. So I actually have trouble just like sipping and sipping with anything, especially like chocolate milk. I'll just down it. In, like, oh, seconds. dude, you can't. Yeah. That's like ice cream too for me, man. Like 
if ice cream's in front of me, like I'm not going to talk for 15 minutes. Like it's just, that's, exactly. that's what I'm doing. Same thing with chocolate milk or like a candy bar. Like I'm a big candy bar guy, like three musketeers okay. is my, my go-to right now the last couple of weeks. And it's just like, don't talk to me for like six minutes. I'm just going to sit there and shove this thing in my fucking face. You, you know just concentrate it. And like my wife doesn't understand it. She just calls me an animal. So, yeah. No, you're, you're the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new with you, man? How's the week going for you so far? And uh, well, thank, first and foremost, thank you for being on, man. I really appreciate your time on a Sunday. I know Sundays are total chill days for everybody, especially us coaches. You know, we try to get the whole week going. So how's the week ended up for you? Uh, week was really good. Um, full-time job was pretty busy, but I got done all my check-ins, client programming. I'm also working on some free materials for Sweet. people out there that are following me. So I'll have some news on that later tonight. Um, but very productive week this week. Um, and then, yeah, just trying to relax on the weekend, like you said, just a little bit yeah. of downtime. Yeah, because we know Monday's right around the corner, man. It's just like... <sighs> The whole takeoff. Yeah, Monday, 6 a.m., just, yeah, taking off, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so um, speaking of free things for your community, you just started your own private Facebook page. How is that going? How can people get onto that So for you to help them out for all the – because you're on there all the time doing workouts and putting out free content. So where can people uh, get on that with you? Yeah, absolutely. So if you uh, find me on Facebook, Brian McCormick, um, you can actually find my page on my regular profile and then I can add you there or just send me a message on Instagram. I can shoot your request as well, but it's been a ton of fun actually. Um, first workouts, you know, that I did live a little bit like nerving. You're like, oh, okay, I got to deliver today, but I'm having okay. a blast and just having the open dialogue for about like half hour to an hour. just amazing so far. Well, you're like, you're, you're like, you're really like you're vlogging. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a live, exactly. it's like a live YouTube. It's like, it's wild, man. Yeah, I'm loving it so far. I just want to make sure I give like instructions for every exercise because there's not going to be every expert out there, you know, advanced weightlifters on there too. So just want to make sure I can deliver for, you know, people that are just doing light exercises at home as well. Yeah, that's awesome. You can like, explain in detail what they should be feeling, how they should right. be feeling it. Unlike a lot of people when they go to the gym, you know, just a simple thing is like bicep curls, you know, people are rounding exactly. their back, they're doing too much weight, they're not fully extending, they don't feel the squeeze, they're not turning the dumbbell out. You know, it's like so many things that you can talk through with this, you know, private Facebook group. I think you can just deliver. Everything you do is going to be so impactful for everyone who's in there. Exactly. And I've even had a couple of bodybuilding friends uh, text me right after the workout saying, hey, like, do you have anything more challenging? And I'm like, okay, uh, you asked for it. You know, so yeah, just open dialogue all over. It's uh, really exciting right now. That's really neat because when the gym's up and back up, you can kind of take that into the gym as well and maybe just do some vlogging on your phone and then just toss that up on your Facebook as well. It's like, it's almost like endless possibilities, you know, with a private Facebook group. Exactly. And I love that even though some people can't join live, it's going to be posted there for the whole week. So whenever their schedule allows, they can just jump in and do the workout again. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Do you feel like that's taking up a ton of your time or are you getting a little bit better at it as it goes on? Mm -hmm. You kind of like, you blueprint out a little bit, you whiteboard about like what you should be doing these days or certain days or certain workouts. Are you trying to kind of figure that out right yeah. now? Yeah. So the first workout that I did live, I kind of just like took like three hours prior, kind of like overthought it pretty much. Okay. And I was a little bit like tight during it. Um, the last two, three weeks, I've just been making the exercise um, for that day or the workout plan for that day, like five minutes prior and then just diving right into it. I'm um, just having more of like a natural feel. So it's honestly not taking up a lot of my time right now. Good. That's awesome, man. And the, yeah. the more the more that we can bring to the table in a quicker manner, I think is the biggest thing right now. I mean, like, exactly. We have so many things going on. And it's one of those things that's like, when I write down everything I have to do for the day on my busy days, I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to get through this? And it's one of those things that's like, stop overthinking, just get it done, hit the, re hit the record button, record your, your solo podcast and get it done. And that's one thing I've been trying to do is like, for those motivational Mondays, <laughs> I sit down, hit record, I just talk. Like I used exactly. to like, I just, just fuck it. Right. Cause I used to try to write it out and like, look at a piece of paper and like, I have to hit these points, dude. It never turns off the way you want it to turn out. It's impossible. No, it's you're trying impossible. to follow that script and it's impossible to do that while you're actually still looking at the camera, trying to communicate and not sound like a robot too. So yeah, I agree. With yeah. You. And I think most people want that kind of rawness so they can feel like if it's too scripted, I feel, I, I just, that's me too. Like personally, I hate scripted shit. I fucking, I hate scripted. like anything that has to, it's like, you can really tell that person took the time and energy to, I'm like, that's not real, man. Like, that's not real life. Like, I want to hear you exactly. stumble over words. Like right now we're just hitting record and talking. I'd hate to just be like edited, you know, like I'm going to edit that out exactly. because, you know, it wasn't answered the way I wanted to ah, just go for it. I think that's a big life lesson. Everyone right now, like 
just hit record and go, man. Just hit record. Yeah, just and go. dive in, honestly. And you told me something last uh, podcast episode, which I've been telling everyone else. Just no to way. hide the fact that I stumble a lot. You said I had a nutrition coach voice when I talk. So someone asked me a question. I'm like 10 places in my head right now trying to funnel down to one answer. <laughs> so I've been using that a ton. That's It's true, man. It's true. These, this thing for a nutrition coach is like, it's everywhere. It's like the Tasmanian devil and one, one thing will come out of that. But we're thinking about exactly. this much. We really are thinking about that much. <laughs> yeah. My clients so, ask me questions and I'm like, um... And then I had to kind of just get organized. <laughs> One second, 30 seconds of silence. Like, exactly. Give me a second. Like, I, me... I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I love that. So community, if you know how this goes, uh, we put up a question box on Instagram, my, on my story and on Brian's story. And you guys have been asking questions. So we really, really, really do appreciate that. It actually makes mm -hmm. this coffee talk that much more interesting and way more impactful than I ever thought it would be. Um, I got a bunch of questions. Brian got a bunch of questions. We're just going to run through those. They are nutrition, fitness, mindset, entrepreneur related. It's A to Z, which we love. I think the episode, if you guys are listening to it, I recorded it last week. It dropped today on the Sunday. I actually got asked, what is your favorite? Let's, we, we should start with this one right now. Um, last week, I, uh, Justin uh, asked me, what is my favorite? Um, what would be my, my superpower if I had a superpower? Like who, who would I pick as a superhero if I could be a superhero? So Brian, why don't you start with that one, man? Who could you be if you were... A superhero. What power? Like, so this might be controversial. Um, is if I'm picking a superhero to be, it's Batman. But I know nice. he doesn't have like an actual superpower. So right. some people may be at home right now saying like that doesn't count. But it does because I said so. Right. Um, as far as superpower, oh, that's tough. Um, I guess like why wouldn't you want to fly? You know, if you can just get somewhere like. No driving, no planes. In a split you know? second, just. Exactly. You're like teleport, whatever that looks like. I mean, that would be amazing. Yeah, 100%, man. That's, yeah. I said Superman. I would love Superman because we haven't found kryptonite, kryptonite yet in the museum. So <laughs> I, I, I'd be pretty good. And then I, and I always loved um, Wolverine when I was growing up. So like, oh, absolutely. Like, like that's my jam right there. If I could be Wolverine with the healing powers and be strong and be that type of dude with a cigar and a bike, like, come on, that'd be great. Total right? package. Absolutely. Total package. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we kept the, the, question, the question boxes up all week. So if you guys ask questions that are getting answered, it's the week, it's a previous week. So episodes drop every other week. So question for you, B, um, let's start right here. Is weight loss possible with low impact exercise? I think this is a very good question for a lot of people, even just starting out or kind of ending the stigma around having to beat your face into the ground while doing cardio or group fitness training. So is weight loss possible with low impact exercise? 100%. And I actually get this question um, via like direct messages or some potential clients every week about maybe 10 to 20 times sometimes per week. Um, and it is possible. And I don't think people realize how like powerful nutrition is when it comes to weight loss. We do think like you said that we need to just beat our feet to the ground, do cardio seven days per week, maybe go to the gym seven days per week. And that's not the way to do it. And that can actually raise your cortisol and prevent you from losing weight. But we can jump into that later on. But low impact exercise with proper nutrition is one of the best ways to go to lose weight. And I think a really easy way too to explain it is if you're eating at a maintenance level, let's just say you have 2000 calories is your maintenance level of calories. You don't go to the gym too much. You may work out a couple of times throughout the week, but you're just focused on maintenance calories. That's the amount of calories you can eat that you're not going to gain weight and you're not going to lose weight. It's actually very beneficial for hormone production for basically everything under the sun. So let's just say you're eating 2000 calories. Now, Brian, if I went out for two 30 minute walks that burned, let's just say to uh, 100 calories a walk that basically puts me in a 200 calorie deficit correct exactly and it. so i think that's where people they, they're like there's no way you can burn calories while you walk it's like actually getting your knee up is the best way to actually kind of force that weight loss because it's like a lot of people are like oh well i'm only eating i mean it's calories i haven't seen the i haven't seen anything dip off the scale it's like those you know you can still work out and still lift weights obviously lifting weights can burn calories to 36 hours after as opposed to when cardio ends, cardio ends. That's it. There's no more caloric burn when you go in a car on the way home, unlike weights. But a really easy way to say is eat your maintenance calories, have fun with your food for maintenance level. You can eat pretty much anything you fucking want, and then go for walks. That's a really easy way to lose weight. Will it take longer? Of course it'll take longer, but, Absolutely. Yeah. but you can, correct? You can lose weight with just low impact. 100%. And I think there's 
this idea out there that if you're not sweating your ass off with whatever yeah. exercise that you're doing, you're not burning any calories or you're not going to lose the weight. And that's just untrue. Very untrue. Very untrue. And it happens a lot to uh, a lot of people like lift weights the incorrect way as well. If you just slow everything down and make every, all those reps perfect, squeeze where you need to squeeze, do a little bit of cardio, you're gone. And then focus mainly on nutrition. I think that's a big thing too, is people are like, well, it, we can even play this side of the coin too, like eating maintenance calories. What if I, 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 F, Y, M everything, right? Let's, let's ask that question really quick. If I eat 2000 calories, a fucking cereal day, Brian, am I still gonna be able to lose weight? Yeah. So you could still lose weight as far as your body composition. I don't <laughs> know what that's going to look like, you know? Um, but yeah, calories dictate our weight. Um, uh, macros dictate our body composition, but it's not ideal to eat 2000 calories with a cereal every day. Yeah, right. You're definitely not going to look. Then you definitely will have a problem with the way you look. So we can put that exactly. out really quick. But you can, <laughs> but you can lose weight. The Twinkie yes. diet is, is, is a real thing. It's a real thing. Uh, Jordan Syatt did something kind of fun with that. Did you see that? He did 30 days. I he saw did, that. Man, wild, bro. He ate a Big Mac a day just to prove to – and a Diet Coke. He had a Big Mac and yep. a Diet Coke. He lost seven and a half pounds over a month Yep. of just watching calories. And then I don't of know if he those looked, bad foods. Yeah. Know. You imagine that? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if I could do that. Like, I don't even know physically if I could just put myself through 30 Big Macs in a month. Like, think about that really quick, man. Like, it's a lot, it's a lot of naps. <laughs> like, for sure. That's the first thing that I'm thinking about right now. It's a lot of I irregularity, like a my guy. Nap after. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to feel like dog shit, let me tell you what. Um, question number two I have Why did you start working out? So, my uncle always worked out and I saw the shape that he was in when I was younger. Um, and then just like any other boy, like you just want to have muscles. I don't know like what it is. It's just, you know, ingrained in your DNA sometimes. And I saw Chronicles of Riddick and just like Vin Diesel's cut in that. And I'm like, I need to do that, you know, whatever. So I kind of just started lifting and I didn't realize how much I would love it, but the origin of it was just, I wanted to be in better shape, like cosmetically. That's awesome. Yeah. Same exact boat, man. It's just one of those times where it's like, I've got to get in shape. And it's just, it's such a great like interlude to the rest of your life too, because you learn so right. much in the gym and through training. Like you really learn some really impactful uh, life lessons in the gym. I think, I think that's a really overlooked mindset of people when they're just like, Oh, I got to go to the gym again. It's like, don't think that way. We get to go to the gym. Like we get to go do those Absolutely. things. Absolutely. And like you said, there's, there are a ton of life lessons that you can learn, you know, between those walls. You can actually do a whole entire podcast on that probably. I mean, um, but it's true. I mean, the things that you can learn, I mean, it's, I always love Henry Rollins. Um, Henry Rollins said something really awesome. It's a big, long quote. I don't know what it was. I'm probably going to butcher, but he always said that uh, the gist of it is that 200 pound barbell is 200 pounds any fucking day of the week. It's how you approach it every day that makes it lighter or heavier. And I was like, right. Damn son. Like that's true. Every day you walk in, it's not going to get any lighter. That that problem is still in front of you. That weight is still in front of yep. you. Like 200 pounds is 200 pounds, man, every day. But it's you who makes that lighter or heavier. And I was like, I read that. I was like, damn, Mr. Rollins, that was a good one. Like that, that was a yeah, good one. You're the only element in that, you know, gym that can change, you know, and it's just a great quote. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, you got a question for me? I do. So someone texted me last night. and I love this question so much. Uh, they want to know, about the approaches of intermittent fasting, so like a 16-8 window versus eating the entire day, no fasting. Yeah, so basically what fasting does is just puts you in a caloric deficit, right? So the reason for that is because in that eight to nine hour window, I forget how people do it, an eight hour window of eating or seven hour window of eating, it's really hard to get in the amount of calories that you need for either working out or your, just to get your maintenance calories. It's such a small window it's just, it's not really possible to get those calories in. So what it does is it puts you into a caloric deficit. It's just another way to lose weight. If you right. want to do it correctly to not lose weight and it's just your lifestyle dictates that you're not going to eat till 11 or 12, um, then you're going to want to try to, you have to plan your foods out according to your calories to get in the right amount of calories. For my lifestyle, and I know for your lifestyle too, maybe yours is a little bit like different than I am. So I think we train a little bit differently. There's, I love waking up and eating food. I love having food first thing in the morning. I do more protein based in the morning. There's more pre-workout and post-workout I have my carbs in. So there's no way I'd ever want to try to fast. Food, 
my lifestyle, my food is fits into my lifestyle. 100%. Like I know what I'm going to eat, when I'm going to eat. I have the same bas basmati rice in my fridge seven days a week. I know the exact grammage and what it looks like in the container. Like those things help me out so much. I would never be able to do that unless I wanted to lose weight. I would never want to do intermittent fasting unless I wanted to lose weight. So long-winded answer to that question is it just puts you, I hope I answered it. And if I didn't, you can answer it better than I did, but it just puts you in a, it just puts you in a caloric deficit. It's another way to do that. And like I said, if you don't get to your first cup of coffee or a snack by noon, it may work for your lifestyle then. If you don't want to wake up, a lot of people hate eating in the morning. They just, they fucking hate it. And I get it. I get it, but I love it. I fucking love diving in to my protein shake with my coffee. And I have a whole ritual in the morning that I do. And I love eating my food in the morning. What about you? So I don't get it. I understand it, but I don't get it. I actually wake up sometimes because I'm hungry. Um, so that first, <laughs> that first meal in the morning, uh, there's nothing better than that. Right. Um, but I agree with everything that you said. And just bouncing off of that, I think many people see intermittent fasting and they automatically think that they're going to burn more calories or burn more fat mm. just because they're fasting. And that's untrue. And I actually shot back an answer to my friend there. And I just said, neither approach is going to matter if you're not eating enough or eating too much for your goal. It doesn't matter. So you can fit, you know, as many calories as you want between those eight hours. But if that's too much, then it's not going to matter at all, whether you have your meal at 8am or noon. And I think that's, you know, something that people don't realize they just treat intermittent fasting kind of like, not a cheat meal, but like kind of like a cheating tool to where they can just fit as many calories in that window, because they're supposedly burning more fat prior. Yeah, that's not, that's not it at all. That's, that could be the farthest thing from the truth. If you're still eating into a surplus, you're going to gain weight in that eight hours. Exactly. Calories are yeah. king at the end of the day. And that's, that's calories are calories. Not to mention, man, I don't understand how you could eat. Like for you and I, like I have, you know, my BMR, I forget what my BMR is, but I know I'm, I'm timesing my body weight by 1.5 because I work out three to four days a week. So I'm eating damn near 3000 calories throughout the week just for me to lift and do my power building like I do, you know, and right. have, have enough energy for my clients to give them 100 when I see them face to face. If I had to eat 3000 calories exactly. in a seven hour yeah. window, I would feel like garbage. My stomach would be that big for the whole day in the morning and be like this. And then it'd be like this. I just go like this all day long. That's not fun for me. Right. Not to mention the discomfort, my guy. When I say I'm on a routine in the morning, I have my protein and my coffee for my walk. I'm coming home and taking a poop, man. That's just what's happening. Exactly. You know what I'm yep. saying? Like, how can that discomfort? That can't be good. Like, is it good for gut health at that point? If, if intermittent fasting helps you out, like, quote, unquote, helps you out with your gut health a little bit, which I could see that because you're not shoving in a bunch of food all day. But then if you're shoving in in a seven-hour window, 3,000 calories of garbage, you know what I'm saying? Because to eat 3,000 calories in a seven-hour window, you're going to have to eat some high-caloric foods and a lot of food exactly. at one time. Now that's going to hurt. That's going to discomfort your, you know, you're going to have gut health right there, your gut discomfort right there. So one doesn't offset the other one. You know what I'm saying? So right. I think it's and a huge point, lifestyle choice. Yeah. Like eating 2000 calories in eight hours, like maybe, okay. Like whatever you want to do there, but 3000 calories, you can't tell me that your metabolism is going to adapt on time. You know, you might even gain weight that way if you're trying to fit yeah. that much food in that window. But yeah, I always tell my clients, like, let's try not to do intermittent fasting because I think it's overrated. I really do. I think yeah. if it, you know, is accommodating to your schedule, then fine. But as far as trying to get an advantage over your metabolism, it just doesn't work. And so um, it's really cool for me to see that mindset broken, you know, when my client says, oh, look, I'm actually eating at 8 a.m. again, you know, and it feels good, you know, and I'm not gaining weight, you know, at 12 p.m. So it's really cool to see that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Plus, it's like, it teaches you a little bit more about food and you're a little bit more where like weary of the food that you are eating and taking in and right. be able to plan your day. Out. It just, it teaches you, it's a better way to look at food and nutrition in, in a whole, as opposed to you're watching your clock. I'd be like that. I'd be like, <laughs> time to eat, you know, like <laughs> time to eat. And I did a like, couple of 16 hour fasts. Oh my gosh. Like, oh, 9:38 in the morning. I'm like, Oh God, you know, and I, I can't handle it. <laughs> So like 1157, like sometimes I just broke stride. I'm like, I need to eat now. I, I can't do it anymore. You're yeah. like looking at your cat. You're like, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm pretty hungry. No, he, <laughs> he does not fast at all. Let me just explain <laughs> that to you right now. So he eats pretty well throughout the day. <laughs> You're going to have the most jacked cat I know. I'm going to come visit you guys. And this cat's just going to be like, what's up, dude? And I'll be like, oh, my God, what happened to your cat? <laughs> he was the runt of his litter. He's only about four and a half pounds right now, still at like four months. So he's relatively small, but athletic as hell. 
athletic <laughs> as hell. Hell yeah. Um, hell yeah. I think I texted you uh, during the week and he like climbs and scales the walls out of nowhere. We'll just be watching Netflix. We're here. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? So I think it was Wednesday night. He scaled the wall, but he stayed on the wall where he was as if what? he was glued to it. I look over and I see him look at me, look back, and then he drops. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you right now? So, yeah. You guys better put up, put up some scratching posts, man. Your house is going to be destroyed. <laughs> We're actually getting another kitten on Friday. So Whoa. our kitten right now is Cosmo Kramer because we're big Seinfeld fans. <laughs> we're having little Jerry Seinfeld come on Friday. Stop. That's awesome. That is great. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> um, I'm going to stop here. No, no worries, man. Uh, another question for you is, oh, this is a great, great, great question. Now we're kind of going way nutrition here is, Easiest way to learn how to count macros. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know the context of the question, but we can kind of yeah. take it in any way we want. As far as uh, visually, um, just download my fitness pal where you can actually see what's in your food. I would not let my fitness pal calculate your calories right. because they were trying to make me eat about 1400 calories per day. And that's just not sufficient at all. Unless I'm like a 13 year old boy. Um, don't let my fitness pal calculate your calories, but if you just want to learn, you know, basically what is in your food and how to calculate everything, I would do my fitness pal for sure. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really good, good um, answer to that question. And also you can also look up like, you know, protein should be the size of your fist and all those things too. It's another easy way to do it without using a scale. But my fitness pal, I think is the, one of the best tools that's out there. And once again, you don't have to buy into the monthly premium to get like the exact specifics of your macros on there. You can just use it as a counting tool and you can right. set it very close and just kind of teach yourself. But I think a great thing about counting calories or macros, whichever way you want to put it, I think, you know, if you struggle, I'll take a totally different answer to this question. I think if you struggle with weight in general, or you kind of feel like you're tired, you feel like shit throughout the days and weeks and your workouts aren't that great, it's time to take a look at your food. And I think you need to right. start really looking at some calorie counts. People should, you got to you eventually have to come. It all comes back down to calories, whether you want to do it or not. You know, people throw that bullshit out there that it's obsessive. What we do, it's completely not. What it does is it creates freedom. And that's the biggest thing about it. It's creating freedom. I mean, look at all your posts, bro. I see you posting up IPAs and going out to dinner, or I see you post up ice cream at night. Like, you know, and you're, and you're still coming off a cut. Like, you know, that even in your cut, you're eating the foods that you want to eat. It's like you're sitting there eating Absolutely. spinach salad, you know, one leaf at a time. Like, got to lose this weight. There's a right way and a long, one, wrong one way to almond, do it. One peanut, yeah. <laughs> My God, are you kidding me? Like, that's one serving of almonds. Like, come on, guy. You know? But exactly. I think that's, that's a great I, point by you. Like, a food scale, first of all, $10 on Amazon. Yeah. Grab a food scale. Um, and then from there, yeah. I mean, I think many people fail to realize that they are under eating. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're so tired throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, how many clients are like, I eat I've basically, unless I'm working with a client who's, you know, overweight to begin with, start from all of my clients under eat every single one of them. As soon as you start tracking food for a week, you're like, Hmm, you're a thousand, 11, 1200 calories under. Like, there's no way, there's no way I can eat that much more food. I'm like, well, you're gonna, you're gonna. Right. <laughs> so let's start slowly yeah. putting that. Most people under eat, man. Do you see that problem as well? I do. So I'll, I'll take this on two tangents, but actually speaking of Facebook groups, I found a 1200 calorie group where people share all these recipes throughout the day to reach 1200 calories or standard that amount. And you have people of all different shapes and sizes wow. in that group. I almost had a heart attack yesterday. How did you find that? I was looking at well, weight loss groups because I like to like reach out to people and help them out online. And I stumbled upon this one. I actually stumbled upon fasting. And then after that, found this other one, which is the 1200 calorie group. And man, there's about like 80,000 people in this group. It's, it's, it's scary. I, I was speechless. I'm still speechless right now. Wow. And are they like promoting that this magic number 1200 is like a number you yep. need to hit? For everyone, for everyone, whether you weigh 150 or 250 pounds, you have to stay under this number. And I'm like, holy shit. So let's, let's, let's Thank you for bringing that up. I just, I'm stuttering. I don't even know what to say right yeah. now. Um, As I'm telling you, I'm still. Yeah. yeah, I'm like sweating almost over here. Like, I don't even know what to say. Um, for the community for who's listening to this, I know a lot of you are in the nutrition and fitness space. If damn not near all of you. Um, 
1200 calories is something I would give to my 16 year old nephew or kid or someone that's that 1200 calories is nothing. That is, that is fucking nothing. If you're eating 1200 calories, you are missing out on life in general. And what you can do actually do to your body is damn near almost irreversible. You can destroy wreck your hormones by under eating that much for a very long period of time. If you ever tried to lose weight, and you, you have to keep telling yourself, if I just lose five pounds, if I just lose just five more pounds, five more pounds, I'll be happy. Right there, that sentence is wrong. You need to be happy right now, and the weight is not going to dictate your happiness. It's not how it fucking works. If you eat, yeah. to, if you're looking at that scale, living by that scale, five more pounds, five more pounds, five more pounds, take a, take a step back. You're missing out. Your mindset's way fucked up where you need to work on that first, and you're missing out on life. And that is, that's fucked up. I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't even know where I'm going with my mind right now. Cause I'm just so, yeah. cause that is, that is, that is the, that is what that is exactly what is wrong with our space right now. With it's the world, shit, yeah. it's shit like that. And that makes me very That's upset. Amazing point by you too, because I don't think people realize how long that can take to fully recover from that. I mean, six months later, you follow the proper workout plan. Yeah. You might have a six pack in, you know, six months or whatever. doesn't mean you're fully healthy yet. And that could take two, three years for your hormones to get back in regulation. Yeah, think about that really quick. Can you imagine? Can you imagine doing that? I, I think we talked. I think we just. Hey, Siri, shut up. We're working here. Um, um, I think, I don't know if we talked about that on the podcast that you were on, on the episode that you were on, but when I got done doing CrossFit and I stopped doing CrossFit, it was, I was training too hard. I was not eating enough calories and I was working a 50 hour a week job, if not more. And I was, you know, some days I was working six days a week. Some days I worked all weekend. Some, I just never had a break at all for like this whole for two years of that company. And I remember I had this last picture that I took and I looked like garbage. I had my shirt off doing CrossFit, doing rope climbs. I looked so watery and thick. Like it was, it looked like a bad, it looked like the picture was blurred. That's how I looked. I'm telling you now that was a, two years ago, a, almost two years ago, around that time when I started my business, I think it took me a full year to recover my body from what I did to it. And that was like right when I started getting into nutrition. I had no idea why I was tired. I was, dude, I was tired all fucking day. I was easily taking in um, a gram of caffeine a day, a thousand grams of caffeine a day, um, just to get me, my, my mornings would be like two bangs in the morning just to get myself going in the morning. Right. You're living your life and adapting, adjusting your life just for the workout. Yeah. I mean, work sucked, you know, workouts were horrible. My body looked horrible. I was never getting stronger until I stopped doing CrossFit. I walked away from my job. It took my body a whole year to get what I have now to where I can sleep seven to nine hours. I get back on a routine and everything's kind of fixed. Right. And I feel that like I, you mean, you don't want to feel that. Trust me. You don't want to feel that. It's a really bad thing. Right. Yeah. So and let's then they answer the second part of your question too. And uh, the 1200 calorie people out there. Um, one of the most difficult decisions that I had to have with a potential client is that they wrecked their body so bad that during my, you know, four month program, they may not lose weight. And I have to tell them up front, like, right. this is not for your benefit. Like we need to actually revamp your metabolism again, start eating more food. Now, can you lose body fat throughout the process because you're actually adhering to macros? Absolutely. So you can look like you lost 10 pounds, but we might gain, you know, three, four, five pounds during the reverse. And that's definitely something that, you know, like I love when clients sign up with me and I'm able to change their mindset about the pounds on the scale, as you said, because they always say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Well, do you know what that looks like? Because yeah, you right. can also lose this much of body percent fat and look the same way, you know? Yeah, I think that's a big misconception too. And it's like, I'm, I don't even have... It's funny how that works because my clients who came to me, my clients in the past who have come to me and their number one focus was, was weight loss are not, my are not my clients anymore. And the ones that are sticking with me are the ones where weight loss isn't even on the table yet. And I reverse them three to seven months the right way. And I write their programming for them in the gym for four to five days a week. They follow it to a T and they feel fucking awesome. They feel awesome. They say my relationships are better. Sex is better. I, I get all these things back. Like this, this, and this is men and women because right. they're, they're eating the amount of calories. They're enjoying life again. It's not about the fucking fat loss. It really is not. 
that's a fun tool to use. That's a fun thing. That's a good goal to have. And we, eventually we have to have a cut eventually just to make your body go where you want it to go, you know, down the line. But you know what? The things that you can, that's why I love working with people that way. I love letting people understand, listen, I want you to feel how all my clients feel and how I feel on a daily basis. I want you to think clearly. I don't want you to have that brain fog anymore. I want to fix right. all those things in your body. You're going to feel better. And you know what? It's like, it's like, a, it's like from month three to month six, somewhere in there, something happens and everything gets shifted. The body changes completely. I have, I have a guy that I've been working with for over a year. I did a, um, his name's Chris. I had one on my, one of my podcasts. We took a seven month reverse diet, seven months. We still haven't yep. cut to this day. He's the same fucking weight he was when he started. You sent me a picture of that too, which was insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, yeah. Isn't that wild? Like, but that's what people don't get because that's not what's getting out there in the world today. Getting out there is fucking fat loss. You know, we'll get right. there, but we'll get there. You know, eventually we'll get there. Yeah. And as coaches, people think that like, we're all about getting people six packs or benching, you know, 300 pounds, whatever. Those kind of transformations that you just touched on is the greatest transformation in our line of work. 100%. You see the entire person's lifestyle get shifts. Yep. Like, the whole thing shifts. And it's just like, you're, it made me fucking cry, man. Like it really did. It made me yep. fucking cry. I got, I got his latest pictures when I sent them to you. He sent those to me. Um, after, thank God, after the phone call that we had, he's like, oh, I forgot to upload my pictures to the food log. I'm like, oh, cool. We got off our phone check-in. He sent them. I was fucking crying, man. Like, I was crying yeah, because I believe the it. amount of work that he had to put in for a year to get that, and we never cut once. And, like, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. It was a yeah, long tangent. To add to that, I'm going to even add more to that, Andrew. Good, good. For me, the crazy thing is, you know, during the reverse, like sometimes they might have like a three or four pound spike out of nowhere because they're eating more food. Give it a week or two, it goes back down to maybe, you know, the same amount of weight or maybe they're up one pound. No big difference, right? But it's crazy how that initial onset of weight stops so many people from actually dieting the right way, I guess is the word. But it's insane that people out there, they try to work with a coach or they try to do something different on their own outside of an actual diet. They gain one pound overnight oh my God, I have to run back to keto. I have to run back to this. And it, I always tell all of my clients, like that mindset right there is why coaches are around right now. Yeah, and that mindset on the other side of that coin, that mindset that that client has is the reason why you are where you're at right now in your nutrition right. and your fitness. It's because you're chasing something that may not be good for you to chase. You're just, you just want an aesthetic look that everyone else has. Exactly. So you're playing someone else's game and you're forgetting to roll the dice on your own. Um, oh, here's a great one that you can handle. Uh, do you weigh your food cooked or raw? I weigh my food cooked and I learned the hard way. So when I first began, um, you know, taking my nutrition seriously about three years ago, I weighed, uh, frozen chicken or chicken that was just the frosted, whatever difference is. But, uh, it was about like maybe an ounce or two difference after I actually had it cooked. And from there, I just learned my lesson. So I always weigh my food after it is cooked. I also do that. I just think it's easier and the cleanup, it's a lot safer. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. But, but you can do both. The only restriction is, not the only restriction, the only rule is when you put it into MyFitnessPal, it has to be raw or it has to right. be cooked. You have to exactly. make that distinguished difference because it takes into account of what it actually Fantastic does. Fantastic point. Yep. But it's, it's so easy. Do, do everything cooked, dude. But it's Just cook right. your fucking food. Weigh your food before you eat it. Real simple. Don't put anything raw on your fucking counter or your scale. Yeah. Don't be, don't be that idiot. Don't put raw fucking chicken on your fucking scale. Just don't do it. This isn't a butcher, put man. Put it all over. Put it in your bed. You know, whatever. You <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love it because, like, if you have raw and cooked throughout your log, you're going to get confused eventually. You know oh, what I mean? Like, you're going to click on the wrong up, button. Do one uniform and do a cook if you can. Yeah. Make it uniform. Make it easier for you. And the easiest way, like I said earlier, like my rice is always cooked. I have a huge container of rice already prepped. I'm sure you do the same thing. We always have like yep. one protein. That's I always have like my ground turkey always prepped in a big ass container. Just shovel that shit out on a plate and I throw it in the microwave. I mean, the, the, if you can make these things easier, you're going to see better success. The harder you make these things, that's when you're going to go, ah, fuck it. I'm going to order out tonight or fuck, I don't want to do it. And that's just like one of those things we always preach as, as coaches, right? Is like, let's simplify this problem. So that this problem isn't a problem anymore. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. Accessibility is everything right now. 
100%. I couldn't agree with you more. Um, next question. One thing you do daily that contributes to your happiness. So one thing that I do daily is my wife and I will watch at least like one episode on Netflix every night. So that just helps me just to calm down a little bit, kind of disappear from all the chaos going on, quarantine, um, from coaching, from my actual regular job, et cetera. So just to have an hour of downtime every either morning or night really works for me. And then at, during that hour of downtime or like the phones are put away, you're not on your phone, the computers aren't open, are you just like straight, you guys just <sighs> breathing together? Is that kind of what it is? Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, 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 I try sometimes, yeah. So it, it's all me. Um, sometimes I am not, you know, as attentive towards that, which I'm trying to work on too, but that is the ultimate goal, just to put everything away. Right. Uh, one thing I do daily is I go for walks if I can, if it's not raining. Um, walking to me, whether I have a podcast on or like a motivational YouTube video on in my head, just so I can hear it as I walk, that's a big thing for me. Um, if I'm walking with Carrie Ann, we don't have headphones on or anything like that. We're just walking and talking. Um, right. I think there's something very spiritual about trying to get in tune with mother nature at times when you're stressed out. I think that helps me a lot. Um, I, I tend to get a lot, uh, I'm a little anxious and nervous and stressed out during the week anyway, just from my business and setting up calendars and uh, getting everything together and hitting my, hitting my quota for the week and hour to hour to hour, what I want to get done today. Right. So I don't, I don't have extra work to do the next day. I get all my work done before I really chill out. I try to at least. Um, so those walks are like the total unplug, like just pull that plug out, go for that walk. Look at the birds, man. We always stop. There's a pond by our house. We always stop, watch all the ducks and the geese. We watch all that. It's so cool, man. Like take a second to smell the roses. Like we always do. Just to say. get some air. Absolutely. Dude. Right. So that's definitely, that's good. Then you chill out and I go for a walk. And then I think I have one more question for you. And that is. Who inspires you? So I try to look at a lot of motivational accounts in the morning when I first wake up. So, I mean, like Jordan Duggar, Aaron Diamond, I actually took their IFCA course. They've been amazing to me and just very um, accessible during my coaching, even after the program ended. So I love listening to their content. Um, love listening to Les Brown as well, a uh, motivational speaker. Um, I don't think he actually speaks anymore, but I mean, his content from like 1985, even back then, just resonates today with how you can approach your day. So um, those three definitely every day, and then I'll kind of mix it up between podcasts, but those are my three staples. Yeah, I definitely love all like the YouTube motivational stuff that is out there. Yep. Um, definitely uh, David Goggins, uh, Jocko Willink. I like tough guys like that. I feel like where I've come from in my lifetime too, something like the David Goggins mindset, I know I, know I will never reach what he's ever done in his life, but it sure is fun to imagine and try to use his words of wisdom when I'm running right. and I want to quit in life and those things. It's like, man, motherfucker, he had it worse than me. Why am I trying to quit on myself? And he puts that out there too. He's like, Hey, listen, if you got a life worse than me, I get it. It sucks. But listen, listen to what my life is. Hopefully it doesn't make yours feel so bad. And I think that's a great thing that he puts it out there. He's, there's no buffer with that motherfucker. That's what I love about right. him. Same thing with Jocko Willink too. Those are definitely two super strong guys to listen to. Um, it's not always like that because that's usually not my, my motivation for that. But like Tom Bilu is awesome to listen to. Um, there's a lot of really good impact theories. Great. And of course, Gary Vee is great for me too. But try to fill your ears with a lot of things that do help you and a whole lot of things that don't help you. Don't even worry about it and don't listen to it. Like if I say that, I say that to a lot to people. Like I'm not one to listen to like a lot of music. Um, I don't listen to a lot of music when I cook or when I work out. I love listening to like, hardcore rap when I work out for some reason it gets me going if someone wants to put on heavy right. metal I'm, I'm all about it if someone wants to put on Metallica yeah. I'm fucking all about it let's go you know but I don't always listen to music I tell people that too it's like hey if you're listening to music that makes you feel like brings up an old past memory of something that doesn't feel good don't listen to it like don't put right. those do we need to remember those bad things of course to learn from them we do but if something puts you in a mood or something actually isn't helping you out throughout the day you need to cut those fucking things out Big time. Exactly. And if you're not feeling motivated throughout the day, especially in the morning, just listen to something motivational your first 20 minutes a day. It's just going to change your entire mood and mindset for the remainder of the day. Sorry, <clears throat> remainder of the day. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that could really be the kick in the ass that you do need. Definitely. Right. And then to add to that, too, I love listening to anything Kobe Bryant right now. Um, ah. I've actually been on a kick like the last like six months, just 
his videos have been awesome. And even just watching The Last Dance, I know you've been watching that too. Yeah. Um, just the mindset that, you know, he and Jordan had, just insane. Every single day, just consistency and 100%. Yeah, I'm loving that too. I'm thinking, I'm hopefully be able to have some time today to dive into a lot of that today too, because I'm a, I'm a little bit behind. But just to see like what it takes to be a champion is right. And of course, we're not all basketball players. I get that. But if you can't pull nuggets out of there, it all pertains to life. It's all the same. Right. It's all the same. If you want something done, dude, you got it. You got to fucking. You got to buckle down, man. You got to get dirty. You got to get down and dirty with it. You got to play in the play in the dirt, man. I think a lot of people are really way too busy keeping their head up in the clouds and they're not, they're not busy enough, you know, playing with the dirt. And I think the dirt is where everything's made, man. Right. Absolutely. Just that obsession is insane, you know, and I actually had a story on Friday just talking about how people go all these different lengths, you know, trying keto, eliminating carbs or, you know, going to orange theory, but yet they can't take three minutes per day to log their food, which is 80% of the results at least. Oh, it's, that's like the everyday struggle. Like, I don't understand. Like the worst thing I hear is like, I don't have time. I don't want to hear yep. that. I do not. Okay. The richest people in the world have time to work out. They make it a point. They make it a point to work out. Don't tell people, actors, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me you got time. Okay. The rock's got fucking time. The rock's got time. If the rock has time to work out, if Rocky's got time to work out, you have 45 minutes in your day. That is the busiest exactly. person on the fucking planet right now. The busiest person on the planet. If he can carve out 45 minutes to an hour a day, you sure as shit can too. Because you're not doing what he's doing. You're not doing no, what not a super human tennis player is doing, man or woman. You're not, you're not doing what they're doing. You have time. You have fucking time. And you're right too. It's like, what's really important? Like people are like, oh, I want to lose weight. Do you, count, do you count calories or macros? No. Okay, we'll start there. You know, it's like, think about it. Nutrition, it all comes back to nutrition. It all comes back to your nutrition, how you feel, how you look, how you sleep, how you act, how you answer questions, how your brain reacts. It's all fucking food. It's all nutrition. Right. And we can mold. It's like what a bodybuilder builds his body through certain exercises to sculpt his physique. You're doing the same exact thing with your nutrition. You're sculpting exactly. the nutrition to fit your lifestyle to make you a superhuman fucking person. If you can't take yep. the time to do that, that is why you are where you are right now in life. Yeah. And I tell my clients, the worst thing that you could say is not that I failed, that I don't know why I failed. And that's why I don't understand why people don't lie because you have no idea what you're putting in your body. You are literally guessing. Yeah, when well, you're 100% guessing. Do you have any questions left? Um, we actually went through a lot that I had too. Oh, um, right on, right on. The only one that I see that sticks out is just recommended supplements. Hmm. My answer is going to be short and very sweet because I'll tell you what I take and I don't take a whole lot. I have protein powder because I love protein powder in my coffee. It's something that I do. And for some reason, I have a problem with hitting my protein. I know a lot of people do have problems hitting protein too. It's just in the Western world, we are very fat and carbohydrate ridden everywhere it's everywhere it's very hard to not to mention i don't buy a lot of red meat right now it's just too expensive right. i can't Damn, physically... uh, deep dish pizza over there yeah man don't don't get me started bro don't get me started um yeah we do have the best pizza by the way i don't, I don't care what you, anybody has to say chicago, <laughs> chicago has the best pizza um i take protein vitamin d liquid vitamin d liquid i take about anywhere between 10 and fifteen thousand a day um, vitamin C, 1,000 powder, 1,000 milligrams of, of powder pack. I take that once or twice a day, and a scoop of greens powder, and of course CBD twice a day. I take CBD liquid CBD twice a day. So, vitamin D, vitamin C, greens powder, uh, plenty of water, and protein. Those are my those are my staples. I don't really mess with anything else. Um, it's a weird it's a weird question because I know it's our, it's I know it's my space in our industry, but there's a lot of shit out there that just doesn't work and or it's it's just too expensive to continually waste get it every, yeah it's a complete waste of time um i'm gonna go on a i bet you don't take too many supplements either i don't actually so aside from like the vitamins and stuff like that i take protein creatine fish oil that's it nothing else nothing else is needed no testosterone pills nothing like that yeah none of it works anyway i mean you can go and that's the thing too if you really want to if you really want to answer this question in a kind of a weird way and it's kind of a rude manner i'm about to say but think about this if you can go on TV, if there's a doctor that's on TV that has a TV show, 
And they say every time the show comes on that they have that one thing that you're not taking that you need in your cabinet. That show airs five days a week. Okay. How many, how many fucking episodes a year are there? Are you, is your cabinet filled with hundreds and hundreds of the things that that person said? Right. And if, if there's always that one thing that you're not taking that can fix you, quote unquote, fix you. Why is there always one more thing that you're not taking that can fix you? Yeah. I know nothing about your, you know, physiological changes, but yeah, this is something that you need to fix right now. Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> and this one pill can do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, T- okay, TV, doctor. I got you. I got you right there. <laughs> I, got I do you. go on a CBD kicks here and there too, whenever I need it. Yeah, I can, um, I, I get yourself. That's one thing that is very expensive is CBD. Um, but Absolutely. do your research find an amazing company. I'll link the brand new company that I'm using that I'm trying to work with. It's Montana's very own MVO on Instagram. Um, I got sent the entire product line. The owner of the company sent me the entire product line. It's almost a thousand dollars worth. He gave me three different tinctures, hand soap, skincare, two bottles of skincare. One of the bottles of skincare is over a hundred dollars. Um, I'm using it on my face. It's, I'm, I'm seeing results already. It's amazing shit. He also has stuff for, um, animals and he's coming out with like 20 more products. Uh, he's actually the grower of the plant. And he also has like these scientists guys that formulate all the stuff for him. So he sent me the whole line. I will link that below. Um, when I get some more too, I'll send it to you, Brian. It is, I'm talking dose, dose one. It's so strong and real and potent that you gotta, you gotta pay money for it. I mean, this stuff's normal. I think that's 780 bucks for um, 600, 600 milligrams in a bottle. So it's like 30 or 35 days or something worth of one a day. I take two a day, because right now I can't. I have three bottles of it. I, right. I, I, I love CBD, man. I love it. Yeah, I love the relaxation um, effects that it gives you, man. I definitely recommend it myself. Um, and yeah, you have me at hand soap, so I'll, I'll check it out since you're <laughs> Yeah, CBD everything right now. It's crazy. Every time I take something, like it's all six. I got to get more CBD out, man. That's just how it is, right? Right. And then just to add to that, Eric, something my question too. I think that many people feel like they can compensate bad nutrition or poor nutrition adherence with supplements, and that's just not going to work. And they're going to find it out the hard way. Yeah, big time, big time. And then there, it, you can say it's something as little as like protein, right? Like when people have. I mean, it is a really great, and it is just what it is, right? It supplements your health. It supplements your lifestyle, right? So it is a supplement for that reason. It'll never be, they can never make something in a powder form that's as good as a steak, okay? Right. We all know that, but I can attest to, you know, when you're down on your, down on your protein, it's great to put a scoop or two of protein in a, in, a, in a shake or some coffee and shake it up and chug it down. Like, it's very accessible. It's very easy. But with that being said, Brian, I know you, you know this too. I know, how you, I know how you coach. I know how you preach. So I can kind of talk for you too. Food is everything. Use food at its, at its finest, its rawest form when you can. And quality does matter. Quality in your food does matter. So don't just say, oh, I'm eating 200 grams of protein a day and 100 of it's coming from powder. You're missing out on a lot. You're missing out on micro and macronutrient profiles. And, you're all, and there's studies down. I don't have one to pull up right now about how important it is to eat let's just say chicken protein as opposed to powdered protein, right? I mean, that's, you can attest to that too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I have a lot of clients that they don't feel like cooking chicken, you know, throughout the week. So they try to just have protein powder for dinner. And I'm, I'm like, no, that's not going to work here. Um, and I just see that trend a lot online as well. Just people thinking that protein powder is a meal replacement when it's the last thing that you need for a meal. What do you do to kind of um, coach through that? As, as someone comes to you, like, I have three protein shakes a day. And you're like, well, how much is in a scoop? They're like 25. Right. And you're like, so there's 75 grams a day that you're taking from protein. How do you approach, how can we approach it? But let's educate the community really quick on how we can yeah. kind of coach through that. I love that question. Um, so I always go through their schedule, seeing if there's a part of their schedule in which maybe an even where they can meal prep. So maybe it's just chicken, you know, three, four nights of the week, just in one batch. And then after that, if you were telling me that you don't have time on the weekends because you're running around, I know it's hard right now because of quarantine, but when you are busy, maybe some egg whites in the morning, you know, you can have 30, 40 grams off egg whites easily and down that in about three minutes after you cook it. So just accessibility and just, I know that I can always preach, hey, you should have chicken, have steak, but they're not going to use any foods that they don't, A, enjoy making or B, like eating. So it's all about customization there, but you can always find a way to get protein 
into your system easily without powder. Yeah, and you're just going to feel way better too. And what it actually helps you out with yep. your metabolism as well. You know, like there's not, and let's face it too, the protein that usually people are taking in, the powdered protein, it's really, they're not spending the amount of money they need to spend on a good quality protein. A good quality right. protein is, it's you're going to pay a little bit of money for it. And that right there should tell you like, okay, if I'm putting my money towards that, I can make up a little bit more time throughout the week to cook my food. You can put that towards protein. I mean, chicken's very inexpensive. It is going up a little bit here. Turkey, you can find pretty inexpensive. Bread meat right now is through the fucking roof. I don't know what's going on with that. I, I, don't, I, it's, I can't even. We have a steak. I'm like, savor every bite because we're not getting this again for a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? I was fucking pissed at your store the other night because you had steak and I haven't had a steak in a while. <laughs> Yeah, like, we had, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> stay off my stories, man. You know, but I told you're you, blocked like, right now. Like, you're, <laughs> I just can't see anymore. Son of a bitch. <laughs> as soon as I start posting like my my pan, you're like, nope, not tonight, not tonight. Yeah, no, that's it. <laughs> no more. <laughs> so well, I yeah, want to that too. Off yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Um, off of that too, I just noticed a trend this week too. So whenever we can have whole foods over any supplements, like that's fantastic or over processed foods, like that's the way to go. Right. But I see so many coaches coach or coaching online and they're preaching about only having whole foods. And sometimes when people hear that, it can be the last thing that they need because they're actually going to be under eating. Like we talked about 1200 calories a day because all they're trying to do is eat whole foods and they're, you know, afraid of having cereal or afraid of having something else. And I think that's just something that needs to be brought to light really quick because if you're only having whole foods seven days a week, I guarantee you're under eating. That's a good point. That's a very good point. It's very hard to get in that macronutrient, you know, uh, profile, if you will, uh, of super clean food. It's very, it's a lot of food. Then you have the other argument with that is, well, I'm spending so much money on food. Exactly. It, it, so it could happen. sustainable in the long run? Right. Yeah, it could happen, you know, and it's a lot more work to constantly do that. And that's the other thing too, is we're not saying go out and eat 2000 calories of cereal. It is, okay, listen, I love my peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It's my go-to. I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Count it, count your bread, count your jelly, count your peanut butter, count your one serving of chips. It's all good. It's all good. It's not going to throw you behind. You're not, you're not magically going to gain weight from that just because, Exactly. oh, it's not gluten-free bread and there's fucking blah, 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 blah. Like, dude, it's calories are calories at the end of the day. Now, I don't know how much more we have to preach the fact that 2,000 calories of cereal is not the same as 2,000 calories of chicken. You know, I'm like, it is, but it's not. It's how you're going to feel that really going to count. You know and I know for lifting weights and for aesthetic purposes, we know which one's better. I think the community does as well. But we still have to say, hey, you can have your cake and eat it too. It's okay. It's totally okay. Right. So I think if your coach is out there telling you to eat whole foods or starve, like you need to get a new coach. <laughs> so I've yeah, actually seen a couple of those uh, situations this week, actually. Really? That sucks. Yeah, yeah it's that all sucks. over. Just whole foods or bust. And that's just, yeah, I'm speechless about that too. Yeah, no doubt. No, that does suck because of the fact that like we're, um, you know, we're creating bad habits around foods. We're, we're, we're putting, we're dictating what foods you can and can't eat. Who's doing that? That's bullshit, man. I'm never going to tell my, unless my client has a problem with a certain food, then I'm going to say, let's try to back it off a little bit. Or if we know we're having fucking half a bottle of scotch a night, you know, we're going to talk about that. And then, then, you know what? That may not even be for me to fix. You, I, we might not be a good fit, number one, but I'm not going to talk to you about what you can and you can't eat. People have been being told what they can and can't eat their whole fucking life. Like, that's not fair, man. Like, people need to understand, like, when we say you can have your cake and eat it too, you fucking can. I think that's what we need to do as good coaches to tell people that more, you know? Yeah, and just from my personal experience, I tried the whole food thing before uh, about three years ago, and I was eating, you know, fruits, veggies, and chicken for lunch and dinner, and I was probably having, like, 25 grams of fat for the entire day. I mean, just think about that. And I think that's happening to a lot of people that are in that whole foods robust mentality. Oh, dude, 100%. It's very hard to hit your calories while you're eating paleo. You know, for, for instance, it's very, very difficult. And the amount of food, too. Um, I think that was another thing, too. It's like the amount of food you have to eat could possibly, now we can go into the gut health argument, you know, like putting so, so much food in throughout the day. And to me, that's just another stressor, right? Like if I'm stressing to try to eat more food, shop more, cook more, 
That's a, to me personally, that's an added stressor. How can I take that out? I can have my peanut butter and jelly sandwich to bump up my calories really quick right. and enjoy the foods that I want to eat at the time that I want to eat them. That mindset to me is going to help me further throughout the day than being like, I can't eat that. I really wish I can have a couple cookies, but I can't eat those. No, you can. Yep. You totally can. Yep. You know, like I said earlier, man, you love ice cream. You eat ice cream all the fucking time. Point per week sometimes too. It depends. <laughs> Mint chocolate chip. It's the best flavor. Ah, you're horrible. I'm erasing that part from there. <laughs> I saw I saw your facial expression change to like it was like <laughs> mint chocolate chip, man. You're like 80 years old, bro. Who like like my dad likes mint chocolate chip. Uh, I'm a. I think you, you, I think you call me an 80 year old guy, but whatever, yeah. man. I was hoping that you were like you know kind of not listening and be like yeah yeah yeah. So <laughs> yeah 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 no no not mint Almost chocolate gotcha. chip. Almost gotcha. Yeah. Oh man, but you said you had like a really good ice cream place right down the street, right? Yeah, it's just really fresh. Um, it's about ten minute walk away. So yeah, we usually go there, you know, pick it up or have it delivered. But it's the best ice cream in town. So that's when you awesome. were in Philadelphia, that's where we're going. Hell yeah, dude! Down eating, eating, eating my all my calories every day from Philadelphia. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna eat through Philly when I come, bro, for sure. I'm gonna roll that's out awesome. of there big time. So <laughs> I want to close with a couple things that you're doing today. Um, what you do during throughout your weekend besides just sitting down and not doing anything? That's really not how you know, us as coaches, what we do, we really like to get things going throughout the week. So what are you doing? What do you normally do through the weekends that kind of set you up for your Monday and the rest of your week? Give, give a little bit of coaching to the community, if we will. Yeah. So on the weekends, um, if I have any work to do, I try to get it done by about three or 4 PM on Saturday. And then Saturday night is like my night where I'm not working. Like I don't like to do anything Saturday night, just have some fun. Sunday, I might put in a little bit of work too, but um, after this podcast, I'm going to go outside, take a walk, uh, probably about three, four or five miles, depending on how hot it is outside. It's not too bad today, but uh, yeah, just having fresh air, clear mind. And then tonight, I actually have a couple of programs to make before, you know, the last dance comes on. Um, and then I just like to schedule my week forward. So I believe in you either, you know, schedule your life or your life becomes scheduled. So um, if I don't write down everything that I have to do during the week, then I feel like I get nothing done at all. Yeah, it's a great point, man. I think everyone can learn a little bit from that in this community. Whoever's listening to this uh, podcast right now, it's plan your stuff out, man. Planning. And you know what? The best thing to do is plan the night before if you can. Um, planning the day of really doesn't get it done because um, you're so scatterbrained on what you actually have to do. But if you wake up on a Monday morning and you planned out on a Sunday night what you need to do, that nighttime routine, you are just boom. You're just off to the races as soon as you wake up and things are done. Like just try it. Try it. Try it tonight when you hear this. Plan your night out tonight. Have a nighttime routine. Shut the lights down early. Shut your phone down early. Get to bed 45 minutes to an hour early. At least just lay there. If you feel like you can't go to bed, just lay down. You're going to go to bed. Trust me. You will eventually just pass the fuck out because we are so busy in our own minds. You need to calm that down before you go to bed and write out your schedule, man. I think that's the best thing is planning. Without planning, dude, you, you and I would be all over the place. I'm talking nothing would get done. You know, and talk about everything started and nothing finished. Absolutely. Yeah. The hundred things would be started. You'd just be like, I got nothing done today. That's great. Yep. You know, and then when we have these jobs like this, it feels good when noon, one o'clock rolls around. You're like, dude, I took a chunk out of my day already. And that's because of planning. Right. You know, so yeah, what is the... the rest of the day to relax? So, oh, dude, 100%, man, 100%. But, um, yeah. Dude, thank you so much for coming on to Coffee Talk, man. I really appreciate it. The questions are great. Thank you, community, for asking those questions. I hope Brian and I were able to uh, answer some of those questions the way you wanted to. Brian, where can everybody find you out at? And uh, let's, let's run over your Facebook live, uh, your Facebook again. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook as my name, Brian McCormick. Um, let me know if you have any trouble finding it. I'm on Instagram at Brian McCormick Fit. As far as the Facebook group, I'm actually hosting a live workout Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern probably going to do some upper body with some legs there. So I hope to see you there again. Um, you can always click to join the group and then I can approve you right away, but we're going to have a lot of fun on Tuesday. And then, like I said, Instagram, Brian McCormick fit. Um, all my information is on there. Um, please reach out to me if you have any questions regarding this podcast or if I can touch on anything else, I'd be more than happy to. That's awesome. And community, I'm going to have all everything he just said linked in the show notes below. You can go Hit up, hit up Bride just right from the show notes. Ask him any questions. Start working with him if you'd like to. And I'll have all his information in the show notes as well. And I think that's great. And hopefully I get to see you on Tuesday for that workout. You're looking good, by the way, man. How's the um, – we didn't sir. really talk about uh, 
you're still re- um, doing a little bit of reverse right now, right? You're getting, getting a little fill, filling yeah. out a little bit. About five weeks into the reverse right now. Uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, where's my abs going right now? But no, it's, <laughs> it's going good. It's feeling really good right now. Um, yeah, it's funny how even when you're a coach, you have that beginner mindset sometimes. Like, oh, like, I look smaller today. You know, like, we still feel that way as coaches. But, All the time. Um, yeah, reverse is going good right now. Um, eating a ton more food. I want to have trouble cutting again, I think, because of how much food I'm enjoying. Oh, no, that's yep. There you go. That's the battle, the ups and downs, man. <laughs> but community, we'll awesome. talk to you uh, next week. Thank you for being here for Coffee Talk, Brian. Once again, man, thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your day, brother. You too, and I'll bring coffee next time. Nah. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> Peace out. There you have it, community. Another amazing episode. Now, at the end of that episode, Brian talked a lot about his VIP private Facebook group. You guys. I'm going to do my best to link all that information in the show notes, but go check them out. Even you don't, there's no commitment here, guys. Like just go and be part of his damn private Facebook group. You might as well just go there and see what he's posting. It's all super, super informational stuff about fitness, nutrition, and mindset. Something that we can all go through every each and every day. Now, all you got to do is take your phone, go to Facebook, go to the private page and look at that and download it like the matrix, download that into your head for the day and start your day on a positive note. There's nothing bad being put there. There's only good, positive vibes coming from that. And not to mention, guys, the whole thing about the routines that we talked about at the end of the podcast, like that is a major, major, major goal. I ask people to close out a certain way each time I do one of these podcasts because the knowledge that is being dropped is something that you can literally add all these skills to each other and then at the end of the day you have a complete dictionary of all these great positive motivating things that you can do that's either going to help your fitness nutrition mindset or if you're an entrepreneur it's going to help you in that way it's going to help you plan out your days all these things so planning 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 the time to plan is the night before not the morning of reason being like you just heard me say if you plan something on a Sunday night your Monday morning is going to be so easy. It's going to be so awesome to get up out of bed and boom, you're off to the races on your checklist of the things that you have to do throughout the day. And the more you do that, it's going to become part of your habits, parts of your skills. It's going to be ingrained in you. And when you don't do it after a while, you're going to understand like, damn, things are kind of falling apart. Why am I? Oh, that's right. Ding. Let me go back to my big dictionary I've been writing down of all these great things at the end of every single one of my podcasts that I have all these coaches and personal trainers talk about. So guys, all that's gonna be linked in the show notes at the bottom. But before you go, I have one thing to ask of you guys, and I know I don't ask a lot of you guys, so do this one thing for me, please. Share this podcast with a friend. Share it with a loved one. Share it with someone who needs to hear it today. Thank you so much if you do that. First and foremost, we love you. Thank you for that. And also, guys, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can put some faces with the names and also subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode. That would mean the world to me. That's the only way that... Um, The podcast can grow through the ranks to get recognized more on a bigger scale is if people start commenting, people start subscribing, people start sharing with other friends and they subscribe. Next thing you know, we have this big, beautiful community, just like Brian's private Facebook group. You guys, this is the community. This is it. We are creating it. And without you guys, I wouldn't be a coach of of, of any sorts. And without you guys, this podcast would not exist. And without, I'm gonna, I'm getting emotional here, guys. And without you guys, I wouldn't be able to do this um, for, um, for my job. I'm getting choked up here because I just want to let you go to, just want to let you know, community, that I love you guys so much. And without you, without the listens, without the downloads, without the shares, this isn't existing. This is gone. If I would lose everything tomorrow, no downloads for the next five podcasts, I'd probably stop because that's the honest to God truth. But we love you guys. Every coach that's out there, who remotely tries to help you, they love you as well. I'm telling you, coaches love you guys. Community, you are everything. And remember, tomorrow morning when you wake up, go to the Everyday Growth Podcast, click it on. There will be a brand new episode of Motivational Monies in there to give you a swift kick in the ass to get you on your way for an amazing week. Until next time, guys, peace and love.